Welcome back, everybody. Uh, episode of Small Constellation, where we talk about games and stuff. Um, yeah, I still don't have a good intro. I don't have any idea what <laughs> I'm supposed to say here. Um, we should do a Scott Pilgrim style intro one day. You know, I actually saw the thing you posted the other day about them just doing like a screenplay on Zoom. Oh, it was so good. I watched a good 30 minutes of it. It was fantastic. So good. Um, all right. So I'm your host, as always, Peaches Brittany. Um, who else we got? Well, currently suffering from vestophobia, we have Nick. Yes, I need sleeves. I can't be without <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> uh, belly button lint is this omphalophobic's nightmare, Evan. I don't even know what to say to that. My my belly button is quite clean, I will have you know. <laughs> Darkness is this optophobic's friend, Tyler. Uh, I mean, you can still do a podcast when you're blind, but I mean, I'll be screaming the whole time, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and persevering through her nomophobia for the first time, uh, we welcome our guest, Brandy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what all those words mean, so just I was just like, "Yeah." Um, yeah. So you can listen to this podcast later, and you can look them up. <laughs> True. Um, no. Um, for those who don't care to do that, um, I ha- let's see. Vestophobia yeah, is close, the right? fear of clothing. Uh, ah. Ah. Um, phallophobia is the fear of belly buttons. Okay. Hmm. Optophobia is the fear of opening one's eyes. Okay. And nice. nomophobia. Glad it was somewhat related <laughs> to what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> nomophobia um, is the fear of not having your cell phone. Oh, yeah, that's totally me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, don't understand um, that one. There's no Latin for cell phone. Uh, apparently, it's shortened from no mobile phone phobia. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no mo. So, no mo phone phobia. So not only do I get one that actually shows what I am, but <laughs> it's the most like non, I don't know, fanciest of the words. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, definitely not Latin. So, uh, guys. Um, in the last week, um, I managed to find out. So this is a really strange word, really foreign word to you guys. Um, but I found this thing um, called a and you know, forgive me, audience, if I don't pronounce this right. I believe it's called a a, a girl. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I've got a phobia of it. i'm not an alien jesus christ Um, uh and so we were able to i was able to i don't i I don't know i guess i'm paying or something i'm not really sure how i got it on the podcast today but um so yeah what's it like being a girl (laughs) yeah sure um I don't know what it's like to not be a girl, so I don't. I don't just normal, I guess. Wise words. Um, Wise I don't words. think with a penis because I don't have one. 
You I might need know. to get that looked into. Yeah, yeah. I should really. Um... <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, no. Um... Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm just a girl. <laughs> I am different in gaming sometimes. Uh, maybe people say not as many, but I say that's bullshit. <laughs> but at least... <laughs> different upbringings of video games compared to you guys probably because i was born in the 90s so it wasn't as popular then it was still like the i don't know old 40 year old in the basement creepy guy type of thing (laughs) at that time so yeah my parents didn't immediately give me like i don't know all the games in the world and i just played with dolls like stereotypically i did have legos though (laughs) So, I mean, you have a little sister, and that's yes. it in terms of siblings. So it's you and your sister. Yes. And and how how did you kind of get into gaming? You know, and 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 you are you are serious that like it's you know not primarily a. I mean, it, it's it's a you know video games is kind of a oh boys will be boys kind of attitude a lot. And so how did you, you know, get into video games and, and, you know, how how was that perceived by your family? Well, my first gaming console I got, I don't even know what year it was, but I got a GameCube. That was the first thing I got. And we got like Mario Party 4 and you remember those like, demo demo game disc where it had like four games on it but you can only play the first like 10 minutes of it yeah actually yeah yeah so i had one of those that had honestly yeah yeah i had one of those um with soul caliber on it (laughs) (laughs) nice nice and my parents didn't want us to play that game so that was one of the four games we couldn't play (laughs) <laughs> say classic girls intro to gaming right there soul caliber you got off to a good start right, right. right i loved being i don't even know any of the names like this is how little i played it but the creepy guy who like moved like a snake oh yeah Baldo. <laughs> yeah and every time i beat him i would like freak out i'm like this guy's so weird i don't want to deal with this guy uh. yeah i mean that's still my um, reaction years later <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> he's a weird one he just doesn't move right no. yeah so so before you go on you talked about first video game and and i have uh, a story to tell you guys oh boy so my parents have uh, it's been really nice this week um you know in like the 70s and they went out and they cleaned out their shed like they took everything out it was it was you know wall to wall to ceiling stuffed with stuff and my parents kind of kept stuff just didn't need to keep it for you know for no reason kept it um you know rainy day it might be a good you know good for a good laugh or something um well they pulled out things that i 100% forgot about during like our first episode when we talked about what our first video game was. <laughs> My first video game 
I had several of these. They were basically like the predecessors to Game Boys. And it had one game preloaded on it. And that's all you could play. You would die, you'd start the level over, or you'd just start over from the beginning. Yep. You know, there it's just that one game. It kind of looks like a calculator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and kind of looks like a calculator, um, and like the little characters like look like they were made out of little black ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, like, yeah. like like a Game and Watch. There, there, yeah, kind of. I mean, there that was, was like what Mr. Um, Game yeah. and Watches and Smash Brothers. Yeah. One of them that I had was 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 Sonic, and it was just a side-scrolling Sonic game that was in. You know, it was just base. It was outlines of these characters, and they didn't have any you know color. Or any, you know, uh, detail. It was just the outlines of these characters. Yeah. <laughs> I and I and I had like I had a um, Darth Vader mask that was a game. It was you know it's not worn. Yeah, but I it, remember it that. Sits up <laughs> and you get a little gun and you shoot things on the screen. And like, so they pulled these out and none of them worked. Um, I'm hoping all they need is, you know, a good cleaning and uh, some fresh new batteries, but oh man. And that's, yeah, that's a trip down memory lane. I had, uh, I actually had a <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, uh, like it was this, this blue flat, like, like Nick said, it looked just like a calculator almost, except it had these little <laughs> red rubber nubbins on it that were like the buttons. And Man, you could tell how yeah. much I played that as a kid because those things were like literally worn down. They were almost like erasers, both in what they looked like and felt like, and the way that they deteriorated. Because man, those things like crumbled <laughs> and fell apart. Now they're just barely buttons. Yeah, I had one of those, um, but it was the Animaniacs, and so it just it played the Animaniacs theme song in the background, <laughs> which was oh which yeah, was fun for like five minutes, and then I got tired. Yeah, these games like were the, the the music in them was like eight bit. It wasn't yeah. even sixteen bit. It was just like like four bit music, if that's even a thing. Like it was one tone. Yeah, you know the whole time. time. Yeah, I think I had one that's cheaper than all of yours combined. It was a <laughs> baseball game with LED lights. There was no little oh. drawings. Dude, I like, had that. Yeah, and it's just the pitch is a little red line that yep. goes down the middle, and you hit it, and it like lands somewhere, and the light pops up. <laughs> so, and, <laughs> and you play through an entire baseball game that way. Oh god! So I, I also I found that. I think this is maybe a little newer than than those, but I, it's basically like a six inch baseball bat. And on one side of like the part where you'd actually like the end of the bat, not the handle, but um, there's a little screen and you would watch it and you would wait for the pitch and then you'd swing it. And then it would hit, you know, it would swing in the game and you'd, you know, if you were did it right, your timing was right. You'd hit the baseball and you could watch the guys run around and, you know, run and run around the bases and stuff. It was pretty cool. It sounds like a fancy bop it. It wasn't. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of bop it, actually. Um, it bop it would stress me out. Yeah, I it, couldn't it, deal with and, it. And huh. the Simon Says games, no thanks. Oh, I loved those. Bop it. Uh, but it, 
Twist we, it. Yeah. Twist it. <laughs> so, like, you're actually <laughs> twisting something on that poor machine. Fling. <laughs> I had Flick a game it. similar to kind of what Nick. No, was. no, I don't want to pull it. Thank you. Oh god, <laughs> god, stop it! <laughs> I had a I had a game similar to what Nick was talking about, but ours was it was a fishing game, and it was shaped like a little like a fishing reel, like a, just like a plastic fishing reel. It wasn't more than like six or seven inches long, and you'd have to like hold down a trigger, reel back, and actually like act like you're casting, and it would make mm-hmm. it, it would make like a little reel sound. And mm-hmm. you look down on the screen, and it's like, okay, you're you're at this depth, and there's this many fish, and you just kind of had to wait for a fish to bite. Um, huh. And sometimes the fish wouldn't bite, so you had to fake like you're reeling it in, and then cast again. Um, and then if you caught a fish, it would like vibrate, and there'd be music playing, and you had to like act like you were reeling in a fish. I, I think I have that as well. I was actually just going to ask shape of a fishing rod, right? Yeah, it looked like a little fishing rod. Mm-hmm. I, I know my dad and sister played that a lot. Okay, Brandy, so um, what were the other three games on that um, GameCube demo? I feel like Sonic was on one of them. And then I don't... I think I didn't know what the other two were, or I couldn't figure out how to play them, so I just didn't touch them. (laughs) I touched the forbidding game that I wasn't allowed to play, and then, like, Sonic, and then that was it. (laughs) So, fast fast forward us to, you know, give an overview of the rest of your life um, (laughs) in, like, you know, five or six seconds, you know, that's probably all you need, right? So... (laughs) Um, do that real quick and then kind of catch us up to the kind of games you play now and and that kind of thing okay well so we just had the gamecube and then like all families did we got a wii when it came out um played all the wii sports games as like a family okay so that's been five or six seconds (laughs) (laughs) wow I'm being oppressed in this podcast. Wow. <laughs> continue. Continue. Uh, yeah, Wii. So we got a Wii, uh, and that's kind of where we stopped. Um, my family was just like, okay, well, girls are going into like harder school and like high school, middle school, and all that. So do your schoolwork. Um, <laughs> so we kind of focused on that. And then my sister kind of got into the youtube craze where she was watching all the gamers play games online and then in the same breath she kind of showed me some people that uh she liked to watch and then we started watching some together so i turned from like playing video games slightly to just watching people play video games constantly um i wouldn't play anything um Yeah, and then eventually I switched over where I was like, okay, maybe I want to actually play these games because they look like they're a lot of fun. Um, But I only play, like, the casual games. Like, I don't want to, like, freak myself out. (laughs) I don't want to... um, I don't want to die. I am a very organized person. Uh, Everything needs to be clean and organized in life. So I want a game that's like that, too. So that's basically what I play now. It's just casual games like Sims, of course, Animal Crossing, because uh, everybody who likes casual games is obsessed with Animal Crossing right now. Um, 
Yeah, your nips and stuff. Yeah, I, I heard you talk about my turnips on a different <laughs> podcast. Love I came home just... from work. Right, I came home from work, and I'm hearing Brandon talk about my nips, and I'm like, "What is going on? What kind of podcast did he turn this into?" Concerned. Um, and then I'm listening, and I'm like, "I can't wait to listen to this again on the actual podcast." Big fan, by the way, guys. Hey. Oh. Well, now and now you'll have fans, so. Oh God. We're gonna get tweets. Bring back the um, girl. I believe that he has. <laughs> Three fans in this house right now. Uh, four, four fans if you count a floor fan. <laughs> oh my God, um, uh, there's three on the ceiling. Grown. Get out. <laughs> Can we just replace yeah, so... Brandon with Brandy? I think. I think that's. Uh... <laughs> I'm okay with that. I can absolutely do that. <laughs> I'm Peaches Brittany. Oh my God. <laughs> there was talk. Uh, yesterday, whenever I was saying I was going to be on the podcast, that we were going to pretend that I was Jared and just not mention it the entire podcast. <laughs> just say, hey, it's Jared. And then I say, hey, guys. You know, it just not mention the fact that I'm a girl at all. <laughs> what people say. And it's like, Jared sounds really different today. So it must be the COVID. You know, one of those. We were like, oh, I-, I got the COVID, so my voice sounds a little weird. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh it's a new side effect no one knows about it yet well there's um, so many side effects now <laughs> so if it hadn't been alluded um uh brandy and i live together scandalous gross um, gross and i have a story to tell you guys about what happened last night oh god why why Story time. Let's go. Oh, God. So I was relaxing, laying in bed, getting ready to go to sleep. Um, it's PG, I promise. <laughs> um, Brandy was there next to me. And um, we weren't really, I don't even think we were talking. It was just kind of quiet time. Well... I couldn't help myself what came next. Um, You know, the dog was in the bed and so she had gotten in bed first. And so Brandy hadn't really gotten settled in bed yet. So she was kind of closer to me than normal. Um, And, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night. Right. And, you know, what do you do at 10 o'clock at night? That's none of your business. <laughs> but you you yawn sometimes. And I hate you. <laughs> her face was just really close to my body. <laughs> this is PG, I promise. <laughs> and it was one of those like I'm going to yawn for like Ever and you can't hear your eyes close, your your ears close. You know, nothing. The world is gone while you're yawning, right? Um. Well, I I don't know what 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 overcame me, but I just had the sudden urge, and I just allowed it to happen. Um. To 
stick my finger in her mouth. <laughs> what? All right. I guess, and you know, he's doubting the so of the story. <laughs> and that yawn hits different. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And when she closed her mouth on my finger, oh god. The look of horror <laughs> and surprise that swept over her face. <laughs> we were both crying for the next 10 minutes for very different reasons. Or did, oh did you poke her uvula and go boop? No, it was it I didn't I didn't go in very far. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Only a couple inches. God. And there goes the PG, Brandon. <laughs> well, now, we, now we've got to put an E on this episode. <laughs> right. Brandon, you should really just replace the batteries on the fishing game. You don't need to act it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, E God. for early termination. Oh, God. He's just trying to find ways for me to like back out of this marriage thing like I don't <laughs> like I don't know what it is maybe it's COVID making him bored or well, what well you better quick save this is Brandon true. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah the, the game is upping its difficulty um, because uh, she got back at me um, prematurely oh god we're going to bring this up, too. Because, <laughs> like, the day or two prior, she got the cops called on my house. <laughs> I was hoping the cops thing would come in somewhere. You alluded to this earlier. I was just so... with this is absolutely my fault. So I'll do that. She had a, a rough day at work, and... To make her feel better, she decided she wanted to try to get ice cream. Well, we don't have any ice cream in the house, so she had to, you know, order it. Well, I have a thing right now against DoorDash or any of the other okay. um, things. I have a thing against it, um, <laughs> mostly because it shouldn't cost forty dollars. For two people to eat a normal amount of food, backspace, backspace, for two people to eat a an American's normal amount of food <laughs> from Wendy's, it should not True. cost $40. Yeah. You, you right. So, so, why, yeah, so I just have a thing much. against ordering food that doesn't have its own delivery Delivery's service enough. included. You know, because it's a lot cheaper, you know, in that sense. Um, well, so she just brings her phone to me. It's got, you know, DoorDash up and it's Coldstone. We have a Coldstone near us. Um, really, really good ice cream place. Um, if you haven't been there, you should try it. Um, this podcast now brought to you by Coldstone. <laughs> um, not really. Um, but hey, you know, if you're listening. Yeah, seriously, sponsor us so I can get free ice cream. Um, so I know she had a bad day, and me, you know, the loving human being that I am, that tries to, all I try to do is to bring, you know, love and joy into her world. I'm like, you know what? You had a bad day. Sure, get me something. So, <laughs> um, order it, and mind you, 
she gets off work about seven, comes home, gets home about seven thirty. This is like eight thirty by the time she wants to eight thirty, almost nine by the time she wants to order this. Right. Well, it gets here about nine twenty, nine thirty, something like that. And you know, she brings it in. I'm playing video games on my computer and so I'm kinda eating it. And my phone's sitting here on the on the desk. It rings unknown number i've been i i get a like an ungodly amount of of uh spam calls in general right and every once in a while i go through a high volume like my number comes up in all of the all of the places so you know they just call it and so i get four five six eight in a week or sometimes a day it's crazy so the number i don't i don't recognize not expecting any phone calls i let it go as soon as it stops ringing, it starts ringing again, and it's the same number. And I was like, I still don't know who this is, so I'm just not going to answer it. If they call a third time, okay, I'll answer it because it's possibly something you know that's you know an emergency of some sort. They leave a voicemail after the second call, so I listen to it, and it's like, "Hi, Brandon, this is Officer Such and Such. Uh, just got a tip that somebody took something off of your front porch." Uh, call call me back you know um and you know as has been alluded we you know we have a wedding coming up people are starting to buy things off our wedding registry and they're starting to get delivered to us and this kind of stuff um so i go in and i go out into the living room where brandy's playing um or watching videos or something and ask her if she had ordered anything or if there was anything she was still expecting because we have also ordered things for said wedding and you know i had checked the mail and there had been some stuff that we had received earlier that day you know and so it didn't it didn't seem likely that there was anything on our porch um well i just out of happenstance i decide to look out the window and i see a cop walking across my lawn toward my front door and he rings the doorbell. So I go out there and I start talking to him. And he goes, yeah, um, I just got a tip that, you know, somebody had swiped something, you know, a package off of your front porch. And I was like, um, like when? And he goes, oh, just, you know, 10 minutes ago. And I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see where this is going. That was just the delivery guy giving us food. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, so what I'm sure one of my neighbors saw was some unmarked car driving into our, our, you know, at nine 30 at night, you know, PM it's pitch black outside already. So they drive in, park at our, you know, on our, in our driveway, they, they walk up and they linger on the doorstep for a moment. And what they probably don't see is that he had a bag with our cold stone in it, sets it down, pulls the cold stone out of the bag, sets the cold stone on the floor, takes a picture of it, sends it to Brandy, then picks up his bag and probably like any normal, you know, human being that probably has a job delivering food, scurries down the steps back to his car. So what people saw was someone scurry down with something in their hands off my porch. And you and they're like, you know what? They just stole a package. So, um, if my neighbors are listening, thank you for being aware. But God, I feel fat. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, video games. <laughs> <laughs> We're thirty minutes in. Right. God. Um. So what? What about casual games? Makes you? Where's the appeal? Why don't you like other types of games? Well, it's just kind of relaxing. I mean, you don't have to worry about your heart racing because you're fighting against an enemy or you have to do something within a certain time limit. It's just kind of, I don't know, like relaxing. Like I said, I'm very much an organized person that enjoys like making things pretty and nice looking and uh, I don't know, in nice neat stacks. So the casual games like Animal Crossing make it really easy for me to live out that fantasy and like a video game world because you can only clean your house so many times before you're like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> um, and that same thought, I would think that it would be difficult to, you, you, you would say you can only flatten your animal crossing world so many times before it's boring. Well, not only am I an organized freak, but I'm also <laughs> a, uh, perfectionist (laughs) so there's been i I, my thing for video games is i restart worlds basically i play the game for probably three four five hours straight and then i'm like i hated what i did at the beginning i'm gonna restart and then i restart and i play again for another four or five six hours or Um, whatever what i what i want to reiterate what i want to edit out of that brandy uh-huh. is the fact that it's not that you the reason that you stop liking what you're doing with your island mm-hmm. or your world or your game is because you have something that's five blocks long and you want to put five of them in a row <laughs> and you only have 24 spaces And you get to that last thing and you've got these four empty spaces with nothing to put there. And you go, well, shit, I'm going to demolish the whole damn thing. (laughs) Start over from ground ground zero. And he's actually referring to my Animal Crossing world when he's talking about that. My my villagers were in a nice neighborhood and they were one block off. And if you know anything about Animal Crossing, you can't just move a building one block over. You have uh, to move it completely out of the way of the building itself. Oh. Um, so you have to, and it's and it's you have to spend fifty thousand bells in order to move the building. So I had to spend uh, fifty thousand twice. So that's a hundred thousand bells and ten houses. Uh, so yeah, I spent a lot of money. <laughs> And so it doesn't sweat. matter how cute your nips are, that's <laughs> still a lot of bells. That's a lot of bells, but I am a billionaire in, not a billionaire, I'm a millionaire in Crossing, <laughs> not to brag. I was going to say, does, does Tom Nook allow you to achieve that level of wealth? He does, <laughs> and he's super jealous of it. <laughs> I will say, my takeaway All my from loans this are paid the... off, he has nothing on me anymore. <laughs> My takeaway is that Brandy should definitely not be a city planner, though. It's starting to sound like, you know, one of these days. <laughs> oh, like, God. She's suggesting that we started remodeling the city with nukes. I don't know. Seems a little extreme to me, but. No, that's absolutely true. I'd be like, oh, we're one, one tree less. All right. We need to demolish this whole neighborhood. Let's restart. <laughs> 
It's not good enough. I don't care how much it costs. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you want to go? You want this? You want this road to go around this really tall mountain? <laughs> no, nope. nah, let's just demolish the mountain. And that's really what kind of happened with my Animal Crossing world. Like, I demolished it probably fully three times. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but the third time I did it is when I got terraforming. So not only did I restart, but I, like, flattened my whole island <laughs> as well. <laughs> so I just had an empty island with no trees, no flowers, nothing. All the buildings were on the beach out of the way god that costs so much money and so much time (laughs) (laughs) um you guys know how horrible it even still is but especially how horrible it was to dismantle shaders in destiny yes Uh, you'd have hundreds in your collection and you'd just be you'd, you'd you know, hold square for like three seconds and then you have to hold square again for three seconds and you would only get rid of two. Mm, Those were dark times. You have to build and place and pick up and move everything individually in Animal Crossing. And every building can only be moved once. Or a day. So oh. you can you have uh I think you have like fifteen buildings you can move and you can only move one building a day. So theoretically I it took me literally a month to move all my buildings to the beach and then another fifteen days to move it to uh back to my island where I wanted them. Oh, no. <laughs> so it literally, I had to wait an entire month for it to get done. <laughs> That's just a little too casual for me. Just <laughs> yeah, um, no. At what point does this not become casual? I would rather do a callous raid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, though, like, it is kind of interesting, you know, you were talking about, like, what it is like first of all like kind of how do we define a game as being casual and then you're talking about like what is it that is appealing to you brandy about you know some of these games and like what got you started on this and i will say like for me you know you were describing kind of that the game's appealing to your sense of like organization and like the relaxation element of it and that's something that i feel like is kind of a common theme that runs through a lot of more quote-unquote casual games is that they tend to have a lot of really just like satisfying like direct gameplay loops like typically they're a little simpler gameplay loops but it's just something like you know for me one of my favorite casual games is stardew valley and it's a lot yeah it's a lot like animal crossing in that sense that it appeals to just you know, the simplicity of placing things on your farm the way you want it. So it's like it is kind of some of that organizing and just kind of the satisfaction of things being neat, orderly and like well designed. And and then there's the other side of a lot of casual games, like specifically in some of those like stuff like The Sims and Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, things like that, where it's just kind of like it taps into that, like the warm, fuzzy feeling of like community and things like that. And I feel like that's that's kind of another staple of a lot of casual games. 
things um, that help make it relaxing. Um, so for me, that's that's mm-hmm. definitely one of the things that's appealing about that genre. So I like puzzle games a certain yes. amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go even far enough to say like tycoon games, you know, like Zoo Tycoon or like Roller Coaster Tycoon. They they have a like puzzle element to them mm-hmm. that I really 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 enjoy. For sure. And you don't about... die. I forgot about Zoo Tycoon. Your <laughs> you can make your villagers. Well, I don't. Your your guests die. <laughs> <laughs> But you're God, so you can't die. <laughs> yes. Now, there's a question. Would From Dust be considered a casual game? Oh. Hmm. I mean, it's got... It has, like, kind of that lower... Not low skill set, I don't want to say, but a simple skill set. Like, you're yeah. basically just putting things down and picking them up and moving them. Um, I guess I, I would hope that the PS5 brings From Dust back. I know I, I, I missed that yeah, game. That was a pretty cool game for sure. I think I would li- I would probably group that in with kind of a, a casual game. Like to me, I mean, again, going back to that definition of what is a casual game, I like there's some factors that I usually tie them all together with, and that's like accessibility, broad like broad appeal and simplicity if not in difficulty just in overall game design you know like it's not there's not a maybe a ton of really complex mechanics um and so that's kind of what i think of so with that definition in mind i i would probably stick that in the, the category of a casual game yeah and most most mobile games are casual yeah. Yeah. Usually, when I think of casual game, I think of mobile games or games like that. You know, came up from on Facebook, like Farmville. Yeah. If anyone remembers <laughs> those dark oh, God. days, Farmville. <laughs> yeah. right. I I played Farmville a lot. So my <laughs> my aunts and uncles played it on Facebook. So I was like, I'm too cool for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like because almost of games like that, and maybe sometimes the people who play them, there's kind of a negative connotation associated with the term casual games. When you know, especially like so on this podcast, where we typically have a bit of a skew towards more traditional. What I would consider more like hardcore gaming, you know, those are tend to be some of the groups that you see throwing around the casual name is kind of yeah discriminatory or derogative term. But I don't think that it would necessarily have to be. But yeah, there's there's some examples of some games that are quote unquote casual that uh, you question <laughs> how much value they really bring to the the hobby. <laughs> I guess, but oh yeah, like some you of know, those I mean, some of those really... Facebook games. If you really oh, yeah. want to get down to the core of it, like casual, like a casual gamer, like think think about if like I was a casual soccer player or a casual, you know, sports player of any kind, really, mm-hmm. or you know that kind of thing. It 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 just means you're not professional, right? You're not competitive yeah. on like a monetary scale. So really a casual game or or a casual gamer is really just somebody that, that plays for fun. 
Yeah. Really? I mean, true. I think it's not usually the definition that you see people who game using it. I guess I will say that, like, at least that's not not how I usually see it used. I totally see what you're saying, though, because, I mean, God knows I'm not a professional gamer, much as I would, damn it, I wish I were in Smite, but no, no. Uh, (laughs) and that's an interesting point to bring up too it's like you're either a casual gamer or a hardcore gamer you can't really be in the middle well and see that's where i would argue that's i play hardcore minecraft (laughs) (laughs) you do not i know for a fact you do not (laughs) you play creative mode and peaceful that's all you play (laughs) no we're on we're on normal right now but you're creative normal right now. <laughs> I got bored. Yeah, you got bored. Okay. And, and see, that's why I would argue, like, you know, in my mind, I like, I really, I hate the idea altogether of kind of like, you know, being a gatekeeper of what it means to be a true gamer, you know, or like, you know, trying to look down on, look yeah. down on people who, who prefer a certain type of game. Like to me, because I love games, I, I'm always happy to see people getting involved with playing games, however it is that they do. You know, like my, I was pretty happy to see my, you know, 60 something year old mother's when she started playing games, she started playing like Nancy Drew, like point and click adventure games. And I was finally like, <laughs> and it's just interesting because she never had like throughout her whole life, but she knew, you know, I grew up playing games. So it was kind of fun to see her get started playing games like in her 50s and 60s um, with games like oh, yeah. and so and like when, when your mother is 35 <laughs> <laughs> this is tyler's mother i think you don't look a day over 35 wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm she sure make yep. sure she hears that segment. <laughs> it, it's interesting how like with a lot of casual games how some of them like tie back to older games that we really revere so like uh, Candy Crush is just repackaged, bejeweled with some extra bells and whistles to it. Which um, they can go die in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. You can't tell me you've never played a game like that, though, and found it at least. Like, this goes back to what I mean about, like, satisfying, like, visceral gameplay loops. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes just matching things up, you know, hearing. Like, it gives you that dopamine rush, you know, which that's really what a lot yeah. of those games are, but. I'm in the minority that once Bejeweled got out of hand. <laughs> How no, did it get out I don't of want, hand? I don't want. Okay, maybe not Bejeweled itself, but when <laughs> uh, when so many other games started emulating what Bejeweled did. Yeah, that was that was when I was out. I was like, wait, that's way too much for me. <laughs> way too much. And, well, yeah. But see, the thing that I have against Candy Crush Saga is just the things that I've heard about the company in general. They don't deserve to be a company. You can't coin the words candy, crush, and saga individually. <laughs> <laughs> like these are concepts we invented. Yeah. And yeah. I I feel like right. you're definitely you're hitting on an element to more casual games that is part of why there are some negative connotations associated with that. And that's because a lot of times there are some more like predatory marketing and like 
microtransaction strategies being used in these games that like people who grew up playing games that didn't have any of that like we see stuff like that and our immediate response is just like oh well that's that's crap like make a good game with the content Mm -hmm. there for the player to experience and like and so we see how that kind of pushes it further and further away from an art form and more and more towards a transaction and that's the element of casual gaming that i definitely agree with i like i don't like that i don't like seeing a push towards that mm-hmm. and yeah some of those and companies that's why people don't like ea right, I thought right. They, like, the abuse is why we played though you thought what I thought the abuse is why we played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Candy Crush, it hurts so good. <laughs> Have you guys okay, seen so those mobile games? Now. <laughs> Have you guys seen the games um, on mobile that it, they advertise a like pin pulling thing where there's compartments? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But when we you click talking. on the app, it's not actually that game. Like, what the hell? So look, one, those those ads annoy the shit out of me because either the map is unwinnable or the map is winnable, but the demo just makes stupid mistakes. And all I'm trying to do is click through so I can finish watching my YouTube video or whatever. Right. But no, I have to sit here and watch someone try to pull a pin out to get a man out of a room with hot lava and then kill him instead. Oh, it's, it's I can't <laughs> tell so you how many videos I don't finish because ads come up. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a 30 second video, I am not watching a three minute ad just to finish the rest of the video. Oh yeah. It's I don't, getting, I don't oh, God, right. getting bad. You know, this guy is doing a backflip and and breathing fire. I don't care how it ends. If I have to watch a two-minute uh, two video yep. about, you know... Political ads or whatever. Yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's Though like I, a- will, I will take the trade-off where if it's like a long ad, they're like, okay, if you watch this whole ad, no more ads after that. Like, I'll, I'll take that trade-off, but only on sometimes. Oh, like uh, Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I pay for Spotify Premium, so I don't have that problem. Okay, so well, for those, of us, for those <laughs> casual listeners <laughs> that don't want to pay $10 a month, noobs, um, they, they'll give you like 30 minutes of content if you, it's really funny, if you say, so they go through and you listen to music and then an ad comes up and it goes, hey, if you want to listen to 30 minutes of ad-free radio, click to watch this ad. No, right. seriously. We'll give yeah. you 30 minutes free of... Anyways, so if you click it, it is. It's like a 30, 45 second ad. Click it or ticket. <laughs> and then you get 30 minutes of ad... of, of you know, whatever playlist you're listening to. <laughs> but what also happens is if like you're too busy like me, because sometimes my phone's in my pocket and I can't pull it out because I'm wearing gloves, um, it'll give you if you don't say yes, I want to watch that ad, you'll watch like three ads <laughs> back and back to back. They're all like 30, 45 seconds long, and then it'll play one song, and then it'll play another ad, and then it'll play a couple more songs, and then you know, it's it kind of that pattern. But they absolutely make that worth it, yeah, yeah. But I can't tell you how many games I play on my phone that. 
um, it's hard to find, you know, maybe you guys have a better method of this, but it's hard for me to find games that I enjoy playing on the phone. Yeah. And I usually use ads on from one app that I, from you know, I'm, I'm playing a game that I like and an ad comes up. Hey, that game looks fun. I usually go to the app store and I look for that game and I kind of look up reviews and stuff. And I can't tell you how many of those games make me watch an ad before I can actually play an ad after I play, you know, each level. And, you know, and sometimes it'll say, hey, we'll give you a boost on the next level if you watch this ad. Oh. And then you say no, and then a fucking ad plays anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and, oh, and that's yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'll admit, like, I do kind of I like having games on my phone, you know, just as a way to kill some time if you're sitting around waiting for something somewhere. Like, so I don't mind the idea of mobile gaming, but like the best experiences I've had with it are definitely the ones where it's like. I have heard about a game or I've seen my friends playing a game or something. And I was like, okay, this one, you know, it actually looks like somebody put some decent, decent time and effort into it. And then you go onto the app store and you actually pay some money, which to me, it's kind of a no brainer. It's like, I've just like, I've almost gotten to the point where these days, if I hear the words like free to play, I'm like real skeptical. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, how is it being monetized? Is it a way I'm going to like, and I just so much prefer right. paying upfront for a product somebody's taken the time to develop and and price at what a point they feel is reasonable and yeah so some of my best mobile gaming experiences have been that way where no ads just buy the damn thing and <laughs> be done yeah and that brings up a good point too i don't know what the difference between paying for a actual video game that's like i don't know 60 bucks 40 mm-hmm. bucks depending on when you get it versus buying like a like dollar ad app on my phone i just can't buy the dollar app i don't know why oh yeah like, no. I'll, I'll sit through like my ads i'm fine i could be patient or oh, whatever man. but huh, like i'll be like oh i want animal crossing so i'm gonna spend 60 dollars on animal crossing like no big huh. deal like it, it like why is that such a thing <laughs> that, the, the two games that i've spent okay i've spent money on three games because pokemon go is one of the games that i spent money on but mm, yeah. there are the the two other games that I've spent any money on on my mobile phone. I don't play anymore. Um, mm. one of them, I I just got out of it's like a, it was a mobile def, or it was a tower defense game. It, I've just not really been in the mood for it for a long time. Right. Um, the other one was the Kingdom Hearts game, and that's just pay to win at this point anyway. Once you get high enough level, it, it's pay to win. So yeah, I took my losses and decided not to spend any more money on it mm-hmm. see i i that one of some of the only games that i've paid for i picked up plague inc on my phone and i think that one was like i paid like, <laughs> you know a dollar 99 or something like that for it and i don't really have any regrets on that no. like that's one i'll fire it up i don't have to mess with ads or anything like that like a full game and and i i'd say i got my money's worth like you know i like fired it up on a plane trip one time and it made the flight go by pretty quick and that almost alone was worth two bucks to me so it's like so (laughs) stuff like that i don't mind Mm -hmm. yeah you know i mean like i would it's really weird 
Um, you know, I'm in the same boat, Brandy, as you, that like a, d- a dollar or two, I'm not really into that on the phone. But like, on, on you know, in the same sense, like these microtransactions, you know, like for instance, in Smite, all microtransactions are cosmetic only, right? So right. it's not pay to win by any means. Um, and, you know, I did buy the ultimate god pass which just unlocks all current gods and all future gods and that was like 30 bucks but i play the game all the time so it's like 30 dollars for a game you know um as opposed to like 60 or 70 or whatever but like there's a a skin for one of the gods that i really like um for if any of you guys know it um raijin um has this really cool like uh dj skin that just came out and it's like 200,000 viewer points. And I had just spent a bunch of viewer points on a different skin, um, but at not 200,000, I only had like 75. Well, anyways, so I looked it up, and I could spend 4,000 gems on this skin if I wanted to purchase it with, right. with, with money. And 4,000 gems is, I went, I went, I went into the store and I looked it up and I think for 8,000, like they have like a 3,500 gems, um, package and then they have an 8,000 gems package. The 3,500 gems package was $50 Oh God! and <laughs> the 8,000 was a hundred dollars. Oh my god! Wow. So if I wanted exactly four thousand gems, I could buy the five hundred and the thirty five hundred, and the five hundred is like ten bucks, I think. So I could spend sixty bucks on this skin, <laughs> equivalent of buying a PS four game. <laughs> all yeah. for cosmetic, mm-hmm. and, and not I'm even like, cosmetics if, for a bunch of stuff. It's just one it's one cosmetic. Now, if that was five dollars. If it was five dollars for that, I would absolutely have bought that already. Yeah, and and I th- you know I think I think what you're bringing up is like that's just that's a really good example of something that's kind of in the gray area of like so I'll agree with you first of all that I I think a lot of those skins um, not only in Smite but a lot of kind of those multi like MOBAs online multiplayer battle arena style games they tend to uh, a lot of that cosmetic content tends to be a little overpriced for what it really is. And I think that's because, you know, for a lot of these companies, they've just, they've run, you know, they've probably got smart dudes that they're paying a lot of money to figure out if we charge this much for this stuff, we'll still get enough people that buy it at this price point that it's worth it versus selling it to way more people at a lower price. Like mm-hmm. basically- Well, they're trying to get people- whales they're trying they to call them like yeah support yeah they're trying them. to get people who don't do the research like brandon who are just like oh i'll just buy gems and i'll just get yeah. enough and don't realize how much it is mm-hmm. right. well i think at that price point they're looking for people that want that exclusive like hey we're like the whales that tyler's talking about like hey i have a bunch of money to throw at this 
no one else is going to spend $60 on this skin, so they will yeah. know <laughs> I am special. <laughs> or they and... want the kids who are playing on their parents' phones, and their parents forgot to password protect purchasing, <laughs> and right. so next thing you know, you look at your yeah. credit card, and Niantic or whoever's charged you 200 bucks. <laughs> I, I, did, I did spend $100 on Pokemon Go when it was hot. Oh yeah, no, oh, I did. God. I did too. Or not a hundred. Did you maybe really? Like, maybe like twenty. Yeah, I bought the. I, I mean, bought the hundred dollars worth of gem, worth of coins. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say back. I didn't know I this. Thinking. Oh my god. <laughs> she she <laughs> she's four years ago. Don't worry. She's drawing up the prenup in her brain. Right now. <laughs> what the <hell>? <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that's the thing. Is like when I was in college, and I'll be honest, I didn't really play a whole lot of other games for a while besides League of Legends. Like, League of Legends was a, a free-to-play game that I got Aww. really into for a few years in college. And honestly, like, cost-wise, even though I put... I mean, I probably put a couple hundred bucks into League, honestly. But that was offset by the fact that I really wasn't buying as many other games either. So, yes, was it, like... A kind of a pretty significant expenditure in one particular game, sure. But I got like well over a thousand hours of entertainment out of League of Legends, and yeah, and it's all so it was worth it. Yeah, to me. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I don't regret it. I mean, beyond the fact that it's like, well, I don't really play the game anymore now. That's gone. But that's true of most recreational activities. So, so I've never really had a big issue with even arguably overpriced cosmetic items. Like, I get it. I don't always pay it. I'm not always happy about it when I do. But it still doesn't bother me as much as games that are, like, truly, like Brandon alluded to, some examples, like, pay to win, where you get really invested in this game, you've already sunk a lot of money, and now it's, like, new con content comes out that it's like, oh, shit, if I don't drop money on this, I'm no longer going to even be competitive in the game. And I, I hate that from a design standpoint. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, I think that kind of thing should be illegal, truthfully. So I'm glad to see Looking some governments pushing back on that. I mean, I, I play a lot of idle games on my phone. When um, I'm idle? really, really into the idle games. Basically, I'm, I do an idle game until I get bored, and then I find something something different. Idle game, eye. Evan, if, have you ever played Cookie Clicker? No. No, when that was big uh an idle <laughs> no. game you start by like you just continuously tap a screen and then as you progress you buy upgrades that do the clicking for you and it just kind of exponentially grows from there interesting but then there's usually a secondary um currency so like so like for instance um in the game that i'm playing right now there's a um well, I guess the current one I'm playing is isn't a good example, but there's there's another one. Let's see which one. What is it called? I'll look it up real quick. It's called Idle Wizard, um, and all it is is like what Nick said. It's you, um, you you can click the screen. You get a certain you get a type A currency. In type A currency, you can use on, um, you know, upgrading. So not only will your um, the upgrades will maybe increase the speed at which you gain currency, or um, it'll increase the amount of currency you get per tick. So like um, each tier, so like you'll have 
tier one that every 30 seconds you get one dollar but then tier two it's every two minutes you get ten dollars so like as you go down they that you get more money every you know you get more money per you know job finish but it also takes longer so um you can buy upgrades that will shorten the amount of time that it takes for you to get you know for those jobs to be done uh or you can increase the amount of money you get for each job completion well then there's a secondary um currency b that is sort of a passive generation based on how much money you've made in you know in the game so like say you've got you've reached up to three billion dollars well you might have a hundred of this other currency that you can't spend on anything but what you do with it is you start the game over from scratch and every you know and, and you the, the currency gets turned into percent increase of uh, money. So if you have a hundred percent increase in, in money, instead of doing $1 every 30 seconds on that first job, it'll start doing $2 every 30 seconds. And so you basically, the entire point of the game is to progress further in the game than you did last time. And it, the every time you start over, it's easier and easier to go further uh, than you went the last time. Um, and a lot of them have really fun mechanics. Um, the game I'm playing right now is called Crush Them All. And it's kind of pay to win. Um, it It's really, really slow um, play. I find it fun and enjoyable and there are certain things that I'm not locked behind not being able to play certain or do certain activities because um, I'm not paying any money, which is fine with me. It's just, I'm never going to be number one on the PVP charts, you know, or whatever. Um, So, but it's fun. You have a whole bunch of, um, and that kind of ties in with a with a slightly different type of game that I like playing as well on the phone. Um, you've got a bunch of, of of heroes. You can only have a certain number in your party at a time, and you can level them up and give them items. And um, they, in this particular game, they progress across the screen and they kill enemies, and they kill, they blow up a sort of a looks like a d20 really it's like crystal crystalline d20 that's just kind of floating in the sky they blow that up and they get to go to the next level um i have one as well that they're trying to defend so if my characters aren't strong enough then i get stuck on a level um but every time i kill an enemy i get gold and every time i finish um you know i beat a level i get gold um as well as uh you know i've got this idle stuff you know this village that's collecting money for me as well so it's kind of cool. You have to choose between leveling up your heroes to get further or leveling up your your village to get further. And so, you know, are you trying to get more gold or are you trying to get more, um, you know, f- further levels? Cause, uh, so it's kind of an interesting, you know, 
thing like that. Um, the slightly other game that I'll play, um, I think I've got a couple of them on my phone. Um, there's a Seven Deadly Sins game. There's a Disney Heroes game. Um, I know there's like a Marvel game. Um, oh, that, yeah. That is just um, all about collecting heroes, yeah. leveling them up, having yeah, the best yeah, team. I think I played that one. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. I see ads um, for regularly. Yeah, I like that one pretty well, too. Um, the Seven Deadly Sins one is actually really, really fun. It pretty much goes through the entire uh, first season, at least. I haven't played too far into it, um, but it follows the story pretty well. I feel like Speaking it's really... of which, yeah. Seven Deadly Sins uh, Season 4 just came out today. <laughs> I was just going to say... It's really interesting to me that like so many there's so many like anime tie-ins. I feel like particularly within the realm <laughs> of mobile gaming. Like I, I feel kind of bad we're not uh, we're not getting James in on us uh, in on this podcast with us because I'm pretty sure he would have brought up he's been playing quite a bit of uh, a game called Fate Go, which is based on like the Fate series of, of uh, anime. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's just just real interesting. I bet if you broke it down statistically, there'd be like a huge percentage of those games tied directly into an anime, <laughs> which is kind of fun. But he's not a fan of our podcast, so we don't, uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know him. We don't associate with him anymore. Brandy, can I will take say, his we're really, <laughs> <laughs> we're just giving away a seat. Yeah, oh, that's geez, not I even. I took Baron's seat. <laughs> Both of them. I was going to make a comment about Brandon's number one got to be on the podcast, Jared, um, but I'm his number two, so I got to be on when he was gone. So, <laughs> hi, Jared. Hi. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I know. You, I know you're listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> hi, Jared. <laughs> Peaches, I replaced you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Very uh, hostile right now. Mm-hmm. You know what's always bothered me about the mobile casual game market is it takes three hours to get into the actual gameplay from their tutorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have you have five different games that you make a different skin on and you make you me play through three hours before I can play on my own without you like press this button. Now press this button. That's an interesting point. And yeah. I, like in a way I it makes sense. Like it does kind of go back to what I was saying about like if you are going for that broad appeal and trying to get people playing games that maybe have never played another game like video game in their life like that does make sense but it's kind of like you said at a certain at a certain point where if this is like candy crush 3 or something or like a sequel in a series of games yeah you'd kind of think they'd tone that down a bit but i know what you mean Uh angry birds number 67 the red one goes straight (laughs) what (laughs) these are birds 
Birds have wings. I still can't believe they made a freaking movie about this. Yeah. I was gonna yeah, say we we kind we need to touch on Angry Birds. Yeah, more than one movie. Yes, as yeah. Yeah. they made a sequel. God. They made a TV show. Did they? I thought yes. I thought the TV show never got off the ground. Oh really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they made a. Wasn't it on Netflix? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, you oh. might be right. I'll be honest. I, I never well, actually played Angry Birds. Uh, so me of, neither. Of all the big casual I, games. I did. I, I did play it. Um, the it, it wasn't good enough to, for, in my opinion, to warrant, like, what, four sequels? Three sequels? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Angry Birds Toons had three seasons. It started in 2013. I feel like that was a long time ago. 2013? Was seven years ago. I mean, I was going to say Angry Birds came out a while ago. Like, I was like, yeah, when when I was still in college. Yeah. I don't don't know what year it is at this point. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, let's see. Um, no, I, I I played Angry Birds. It, 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 it was pretty fun for what it was. Um, and I had it on my phone um, back when I was a caseworker for the county. Uh, one particular kid I had, you know, he would just have these super bad days where you just, you know, blow up and couldn't control or anything. And, you know, you like, you know how kids are when, like, kids who have trauma backgrounds, when they get triggered, they, you just can't do anything until they, until they calm down. Um, and so there was a day I showed up at his school and he was having a bad day and they're like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> whatever you want to try, you can try. I'm like, okay. So he's in a room by himself. So I just go in there and I'm talking to him. And at that point he knew me well enough to know, like, I'm not, I'm not going to bring consequences down on him. I'm not going to make him feel bad about himself. So I'm just like, you know, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. Tell me why he was mad, why he flipped the desk and threw a book and all this other stuff. Um, and eventually he calmed down and we kind of talked through it. Um, and he was kind of a kid. He had to, he had to do stuff with his hands while he was talking to kind of calm down a little bit. And I knew he liked angry birds. So I was like, look, if you will sit here and engage with me and like, if we can talk this out, I will let you play angry birds on my phone while we talk. He's like, okay. <laughs> Handed him my phone and he's playing angry birds. And he was actually, he was in the conversation. Like he wasn't just, uh-huh. Yes. No. Like he was, yeah he would answer questions with multiple sentences. Um, so yeah. He's a better multitasker than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like while he was, you know, while we were deescalating, he was playing angry birds while we were working it out. And it ended up being a lot better than what it could have been. See, video games do help guys. They <laughs> do. And that's, it's yeah, not I mean... all just violence. And that's what I said, like, again, another, like, to me, another big part about these games is kind of like the relaxation element of it, which, you know, I feel like you're never too old or too hardcore of a gamer just to, you know, maybe sit down and unwind at the end of the day for for a little while and play a yep, casual game. I think they're great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As, as James has mentioned before in, in the podcast, he was episode he was in uh, video games is an escapist activity. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, so that's true. You could always make a hardcore game like a casual game, though. <laughs> like, just put cheats on or true dark oh, stuff so. like that. Oh yeah, like de- developer, <laughs> developers do that pretty regularly. Where they like yeah. 
tone down their big property for like I think I think Mass Effect had a mobile game back when Mass Effect 3 came out and you could link it to whatever you could link it to your account you played on like the console game and it contributed to your because I don't know if anyone if you remember Mass Effect 3 you had to do certain activities to build your war effort yeah um so that it would improve your chances like in the ending when you finally went up to destroy the reapers um and i think by the time i came in like because I, I got to the series late so they didn't have that anymore but it was still the connectivity and the options were still in the game so it's like oh you get extra troops for your for your war effort by playing such and such a game in the app store i'm like oh well we're a little behind on that <laughs> uh, they also had a they also had like a, a multiplayer mode where you could you know it would just spawn waves of enemies and you and your teammates could pick a load out and shoot enemies. So that's what I did. Cause honestly, I loved the multiplayer in mass effect two and three. So I, yeah, put a it, was, it was pretty fun. In. Oh yeah. No, I liked it. It was, it was, it was pretty chill. Has anybody played um, any of the final fantasy mobile games? I have not. No, I've watched yeah. people play them. <laughs> Are they, do they look fun? Uh, you, as someone who doesn't play Final Fantasy, I would not know. <laughs> <laughs> I've always kind of wondered, because as, as far as I'm aware, all the Final Fantasy games, the mobile ones, are all pay-to-play. Like, you have to buy them to, uh, to play them. Yeah. Sounds about right. I will say, it's very interesting how casual games, as much as, like, you know, hardcore gamers like to poo-poo them, how they can quickly like take over the culture and become something popular. Like I know, I I know my mom has played angry birds and I've all throughout my life. I have always been like, Hey, try to play this and I'll just hand her the controller. And she's like, "Uh -uh, I'm not doing that. But I, (laughs) I know she's played angry birds. I know she has candy crush on her tablet right now. Fruit. Ninja. Um, that was another big one. Yeah. Yeah, I know she's played fruit ninja. I've played fruit ninja on her iPad. (laughs) I mean, think about. I mean, Pokemon Go is considered a casual game. Oh yeah, yeah, because all you're oh, doing yeah. is walking around. Would, that's it. Think about the mass that was August 2016. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. there are still videos of just crap, like mobs just flocking. You know, uh, just different. You know, landmarkers and oh man, you could. You couldn't get people moving faster if you said, oh, there's a Mewtwo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. And it was weird to see the quote unquote older adults freaking out to this because they're like, why am I seeing so many younger and like young adults, kids walking around all, all day, all night? Why are people outside again? <laughs> right. We <laughs> got rid of this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like the Just actual like non gaming community was affected by this because they're like, what happened? Yeah, the whole world. I remember I just had some Facebook memories pop up um, not too long ago of there was a bar crawl organized downtown, but it was themed around Pokemon Go. So like the businesses, had, I don't I don't know if they had to pay or what, but they had, they would uh, they were on a schedule. So like one business would have you know the the lure whatever that was on because there was a Pokestop on their business, so people would go to that bar and then like you know, 20 minutes later, whatever that lure would go away and then it would pop up on another bar. So the crowd would just migrate to that bar. And I remember there were like 300 plus people just walking around outside. Um, and it was, it I was remember all the companies trying to get their 
company to be like a Pokestop. Like there were uh, Starbucks had a Pokestop at every Starbucks. Yeah. Um, I think Sprint had one at every place. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember any of the other ones, but I feel like those were the main two that got like in Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like, come to our store. That and all the cemeteries trying to like, please don't come here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. There. It was all like church stuff too. Why was every single church a Pokestop? It was uh, something to do with statues. Yeah. Like anything that could be like a landmark. So statues, murals. Um, I know there was that case of like the someone's home that used to be a church like mm-hmm. um, oh yeah i forgot about was that. a pokestop so they would just walk outside like why are there people on my sidewalk oh trying to catch a bulbasaur it's fine <laughs> supposedly what they did is they bought the uh the programming from a different game yes and it had done all the legwork for them to begin with so it had all the statues and stuff it was a a kind of community built game where they tagged anything that had a statue so they could uh like conquer that territory or whatever that was a lucky Mm -hmm. snag yes they bought that out and just gave it a pokemon cover Mm -hmm. they probably didn't pay that original app enough people (laughs) (laughs) there's no way i i know someone who still plays that original game and it's it's crazy how similar they are because they even have like that wearable fitbit thing like if you do like x number of steps and it gives Mm. you certain resources in the game weird um and the predecessor the harry potter game that was absolutely horrendous oh god that was so bad (laughs) it was really bad I probably had that app for two days. <laughs> I, do, I, do I still have it on my phone? No, I deleted it. Yeah, no, it's gone. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a lovely, casual episode where we talked about hardcore games. Um, Brandy, do you think you'll ever come back? <laughs> um, Maybe. If, if you stop telling stories about our personal life. <laughs> um, no, no girls allowed, Brandon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only to threaten Jared's security. Right. Well, I know I'm always his number two to Jared, so that's fine. <laughs> what about me? You're probably his number two. Th- uh, yeah, you're probably his two. I'm probably three. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's all just hold hands at number one. How about that? <laughs> I know, it sounds pretty casual to me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We have tryouts to the dead. I, yeah, I don't know. I've been in a couple communes before. <laughs> it's been a little too familiar. Well, hey, Nick is out. So that's one less person to fight against. I will hunger games this bitch. <laughs> Wait, what? What? We can't hold hands. There is a pandemic, people. Oh. Yeah. Six feet. Well, we can pretend. Yes. <laughs> There's an app for that. Okay. Um, guest of honor, Brandy. Um, how would you like to tell the people goodbye? Um, goodbye? going out like she came in I like it (laughs) (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) and there it is (laughs) 
<laughs> <laughs> and on that.